Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight, we are going to do a bit of a double feature, if you will. Not a double feature, I suppose. In- Two movies at once, because they're actually... It's like the original one and a, something like a remake, but not quite a remake. Yeah. The mm. first one is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory that was done in 1971. And the Tim Burton one that came out in, in 2005, 2005. Mm. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, you know. Two similar movies based on the same novel by Roald Dahl. Yeah, I thought it would be a good discussion. Yeah. And it's hard to choose between the two because... They're, two, um, they're different. Because yeah. in the... 1970s one it was um it kind of uh, kind of it was trying to emulate um a, you know the um, actual audience trying to make the um story look sound believable and the other one which Tim Burton did he was more he was trying to focus more on the trying to recreate the characters like they were That's in the book. the book yeah but look I think the first movie concentrated a little bit more on Willy Wonka than the little boy, and it's supposed to be Charlie yeah. and the Toffler Fatty, not yeah. Willy Wonka, Wonka and the kids. Yeah, see, yeah. Ronald Dahl, mm. he was not impressed Roald. with... Uh, Roland Dahl. Roald, yeah, it's funny name, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't too impressed by the 1970s one. I'm not sure how, how would he feel about this, the, two, the Tim Burton one too much. Well, as far as I'm aware... As far as I'm aware, he's, he died in 1990. That'd so kill him. That, that would be... See, Hard to say. Roald Dahl is accredited as writing the screenplay for that, but um, there's a guy called David Seltzer who went uncredited, who did the rewrites mm. uh, yeah. for the studio yeah, and before see, production. Um, so, when yeah. Roald Dahl was writing this, he he didn't he he didn't finish it in time for the deadline, so they guess they brought in this other writer to finish it. No, I don't think that was the case. Well, that's what I heard. Unless, I, um, I, I get the impression he wrote the script, they didn't like the endings and stuff and a few things, so they got, they got to, re, to re, rewrite them. Yeah. Mm. I got to admit, though, I, I often liked the how each one, they didn't end like, oh, the kid won, yay, woo But yeah. it ended with a twist, you know, a, well, not a yeah. twist. I mean, adding a bit of extra to it, like... Like in the Tim Burton one, it indicates that Willy Wonka was finding an heir, and when he found out he, that Charlie wished to bring his family aboard, um, he would not have it. No, he said, oh, I don't want your family, because he was uh, estranged from his father, you see. Yeah. And and he, thought, and he, he had to, uh, what's the word, reconnect. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and the other one, where in the 1970s one, I should mention, um, Willy Wonka didn't want at first, um, was going to give Charlie anything in the end. He just said that he broke the rules and stuff so like that. So you're going to get nothing. Yeah. But, but he's waiting. Then, but then Charlie ends up giving his, the la- his gobstop he away. He everlasting and, gobstopper back. So the, yeah, and, yeah. and somehow this was a test. Uh, a test, yeah, he, yeah. A lot of people probably now, I've heard talked to a lot of people on YouTube who said, this is an unfair thing. I would, if, I were me, if I were Charlie, I would have taken that Godstopper and yeah. sold it to Mr. Slugworth. But it's about, it, 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 yeah, look, let's talk about that later. I know, let's get but into I, who I've did talked to a number of people yeah, yeah. on YouTube and they all say but, different things. Like yeah. They even say, would I Violet... Bolgard didn't um, didn't chew on the gum. She could have won and end up with the chocolate factory. But I don't. Why? Because she was a nice little bird who just didn't do what she was told, and she just did whatever. Yeah, Charlie. About she it. had an attitude problem. They all yeah. had an attitude problem, apart yeah. from Charlie, who was supposed to be represent the nicest of goodness that down the end yeah. of the little yeah. boy in the book. When I first mm-hmm. saw the first Charlie Chocolate Factory, I I I try to. I guess I, I like so many people. I guess I try to model myself after Charlie. Because a I mean, good little boy. No one wants to be evil or twisted. It's not nice. Oh, I did. No, and no, 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 no. It's not really the best thing. And at the end of the day, you're being nasty. It doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it goes through all those stories for kids. The naughty kids don't get your thing. The nice kid does. And that was at the theme of the movie. Yeah, yeah I read yeah. somewhere that Roland. 
Um, he had a hard childhood. He went to boarding school and he was bullied at school, probably by the headmaster too. And that's where he got the um, idea of um, getting, you know, kids being mistreated and yeah. and stuff like that for his stories, you know, and how the good kids are awarded for their good behavior and the bad get badly punished. Yeah, exactly right. And anyway, let's roll anyway, into it more. Let's now, roll into this. Now, the first movie. Okay. Okay, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, 1971 version. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, they're both musical fantasies. Duh. Okay, okay, right. Now, the first one, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, mm-hmm. produced by Stan Margiels, I think. Is that the right pronunciation, I think? Sorry, Stan, if it's wrong. Uh, and Dan Walper, uh, directed by Mel Stewart, screenplay by Roald R. We said that before, and based on Roald R's book. Mm-hmm. Okay. Second movie was actually produced by Brad Gray and Richard Zanuck. Mm-hmm. Directed by Tim Burton. Yay! Yay. Uh, and screenplay by John August, still based on the same book. Now, um, major differences here is, I think, really, that two things okay. that come to mind is the first movie was aimed more at younger children, I yeah. think. We it were discussing that the other day. We feel it was lighter enough for younger kids to really enjoy it. And relate to Whereas the second movie was a little bit darker and heavier. So for older kids, younger teenagers, where they, yeah. Yeah, yeah. haven't watched Tim Burton and grown Mm. up with him. He's always come off a a little darker. A little bit darker. No, good dark, but yeah. But dark as in dark comedy like. Dark good, yeah. But But the point is, yeah, I think the target market was just a fraction different. But then again, yeah. Tim Burton has always been a different um, generation of filmmaker. He is. He's fantastic. Now, uh, now, um, now, the other thing that stands out is in the first movie, they brought somebody in to actually write the um, the film scores for the movie. Mm. All new stuff. Whereas the second movie, I believe that Roald Dahl actually made some words up for the tunes and they're actually in his book. And Danny Elfman took those... And actually arranged them to use them in the movie. Yeah, clever man. And actually, Danny Elfman does a vocal bit. We'll get it. We'll talk about it a bit later on. Um, but so Danny Elfman tried to stay true to the project, as did Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. The, the first movie was not like the book totally. Mm. The second movie was very close yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you have a good point. Mm. Oh, another thing, guys, yeah. I should mention. In 2017, they made a Tom and Jerry adaption of, of the 1971. It was fun. And yeah. it's where it shows um, bits and skits of, of Tom and Jerry. Trying based on to, the first movie? Yeah, based yeah, on yeah, the first mm. movie, where Tom and Jerry try to help Charlie Bucket try to obtain a ticket and when he and they even tried to steal a yeah, box yeah. of chocolates yeah, Tom too. and Jerry were cheating and stuff yeah naughty yeah of course being just and nice Charlie tells them take the box back that's naughty be, yes. it's naughty yes. no, it's not naughty. right and they'll try and do the right thing for Charlie you know nice. and eventually just like in the story um, just as in a funny way he, he does eventually do, do the things in the movie and get them and do and, a and good he, job and at he, it. Yeah, and the little boy, the little, good little boy gets all the goodies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, um, do you want to go over? I don't talk too much because it's really hard when you're working with two. Yeah, um, yeah it's true. It's true. Oh, well, two things. No, I normally talk. I normally talk about budget at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, the first movie uh, was made for about three million dollars. The three million dollar budget only made four million dollars. And wasn't received all that well by reviewers. They're like mediocre sort of stuff. Oh, whereas, 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 no, no, that's fair enough. Um, whereas the other one was made for a lot more bloody money. Um, had a budget of 150 million and made 475 million. Wow, that's a lot, guys. And it because and it became the eighth highest grossing film worldwide in two thousand and five. So, um, yeah, two different things. And I believe the reviewers liked the second movie better than the first movie. Mm, true. Mm, yeah. uh, I can't think of anything before you start talking. Okay, guys. So I take it away, Sarah. Yes. Yeah, so I do agree that this one is. A, I do like the nineteen seventy one a lot. But I'll tell you why my reasons. I like the um, the songs. I like the Willy Wonka song where he sings about imagination stuff. Yeah, actually, I didn't, I didn't know Gene Wilder could actually sing. Actually. Yeah. I saw him in other movies, but yeah, he's 
He can, he's not a great singer, but he can sort of carry a tune. Yeah. yeah, it's always my favourite song. And it appears in a lot of the stage um, musicals of, of uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. If you haven't seen the musicals, I advise definitely go see the stage musical including if you're living in Australia at this moment, they'll probably be actually really doing it again oh, over here again. I well, might be doing it in America and England and other places as well, hey? That's true. Mm. But it's always good to watch it. And I, there is two different adaptions of it in the, from the UK and Broadway. Well, the dark one. Well, they made it the um, some how um, Charlie gets the ticket and all that stuff is a little different in the in the on the stage produ- stage plays. Both of them are different. Okay. Don't... Anyway, I'll let's get, let's get into the um, nineteen seventy one version of it, and I'm not gonna. I'll try to tell you as, as I'll try to keep it brief as much as I can. Yes. Ha 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 ha. ha. <laughs> Yes. So it begins with um, the intro. We see a lot of chocolates being made. Yada yada yada. Good intro. Yummy yummy, yummy stuff. Chocolates. Mm, quite right. And this is a, and of course um, Tim Burton did his own chocolate intro, which was a lot more Tim Burton style. Yeah, a bit different. Yeah. Anyway, then we cut to the school where um, we hear a, um, a clock saying. Chiming, say several times, whatever. Saying school's out, whatever. School's out, out for summer. Take the, I'm not even sure if Al, okay, Alice Cooper was around then. Whatever. I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, back to the story. So uh, all the kids are running down to their favorite candy store, Bill's Candy Store, whatever yes. they call it. And they're all getting their favorite goodies. And the Candyman is singing the Candyman song. Yeah, which, which is quite interesting. <coughs> and it's still popular. Uh, still, Sammy Davis song. Jr. Uh, did the Candyman song. Actually, Sammy Davis Jr. wanted the role in the movie, as yeah. did several other people, and they didn't want a high-profile person selling candy. Oh. They wanted somebody who was relatively unknown. But you, you get a big star, you get Sammy Davis Jr. or somebody mm-hmm. else there. They they wanted somebody who's how do you get? You want to make it believable? Yeah, exactly. But you don't get a. He's a well-known star. Uh, you'll be selling chockies. No, no, no. So they got an unknown guy to do the song, but Sammy Davis actually cut it for the yeah for the uh, commercial market. Mm. Yeah. Then we we see Charlie just standing outside the the um, candy store, probably wishing he could buy candy, but unfortunately his parent family can't afford it. Yeah, they're very, very, very poor. I mean, they're so poor. No. I won't go make any jokes, but they're really, really poor. They've got no bucks. Yeah, they got see, nothing. They live on cabbage yeah. soup and stuff, which is a good diet. You, know, you want to lose weight, but... Yeah, yeah. but it's not enough Not enough, not enough nourishment, no, no. no. Anyway, um, he helps much as he can by be- doing paper, a paper, paper round, round yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, um, yeah. with a newspaper man, a guy, and he gets paid a little bit, not too much. Not a lot, no. He bought, he bought him a loaf of bread. And then when he got, goes, gets after his paper, where he goes, he stands outside <coughs> the the chocolate factory of Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, and he get he meets a tinker who tells him about some creepy stuff, like saying that no one goes in, no one comes yeah, out, just except thing. for the chocolates. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah in a creepy, creepy yeah, very way. Throughout this of, movie, mm. there's a bit of creepy. Um, but light, light creepy. Yeah, 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 nothing to scare kitties too much. Just, mm. s- just some weird wack- wacko stranger tells you something creepy and it makes you wonder, shall I believe this? Oh, by the way, this one here, the f- first movie we're talking about now was filmed in Germany. Wow, it does have a German European Well, they, they, were, look. they were looking to get that sort of architecture and stuff when they're doing the shots yeah. and the villages and stuff, I yeah. I see that. Mm. It, did, it had such like, a... Uh, I wasn't going to talk about it later, there. but yeah, it was, it was in uh, that, yeah. Mm. It does look a bit Germany. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, Charlie cuts to home and he he tells them the good news that he's got, he got paid and he's gives some of it to his mum and he gives the rest to his un- his grandpa, Joe. Right, to put it towards a piece of little bit of tobacco. Yeah, yeah of course, oh. Grandpa Joe says he's looking at giving it up because yeah, it's... Yeah. And he put the money aside. He, he gives it back to him sort of later on. Yeah, later, that, nice way. later yeah. that night, as um, his mum sleeps and the others sleep, Joe is telling um, Charlie about the Ch- Willy Wonka's chocolate factory and its history. Yeah. Don't go into it. I won't. But he used to work for Willy Wonka. Yeah, Enough. see. Move on. Yeah, see. Um, <laughs> we had a um, long way to go. See, um, 
Slug with um, an evil chocolate man decided to send spies into Willy Wonka's factory and to steal the recipes. And this upsets Mr. Wonka, so he closed the factory. But yeah, then there's a couple everybody. of and then the next years, few years later, the factory started up again. And but all the gates these still locked. Started coming out. And mm. the, the but the factory remained closed. No one was allowed to go well, in. Well, that's a bit wrong. The, the guys in the delivery vans would have to drive in, and someone mm. would have to load it, and then the vans would have to drive out again. Yeah, true, true, ah, true, true, ah. true. So, anyway, back to our story. Then we crossed to the school where Charlie is um, um, helping Mr. Professor Turpentine. Is that the word? Oh, some, something like that. It's not Turpentine, but yeah. Uh, some, yeah, something like that. Something he, like that. He's a funny, weird guy. He doesn't know anything about science weird. or math. Or anything. He's an idiot. <laughs> anyway, then we a boy yell, tells them about how Mr. Wonka is opening the factory and he's going to let people in, but you have, but it has to be five people. And yeah, five special tickets to be, to be released worldwide, hidden inside a bar of Wonka chocolate. Yeah, so the class was dismissed in a funny way, and of course, knowing Charlie, he's not he he thinks that there's a chance that he might be able to get a ticket, but. Um, but you have a lot of money. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, in other parts of the um, book, it Charlie only gets one chocolate bar a year because that's his birthday present, yeah, that's if you it. will. Well, actually, I can under- really, people, yeah, I wasn't poor when I was growing up. Yeah. But when I was young, my dad passed away. Mm-hmm. Well, and mum was a working, working class lady, and I was still at school. I... I didn't get any, any allowance. I had nothing from one week to the next. So I can see where Charlie and kids like that would come from because there's, there is nothing to go around. The money is made to pay the rent, put food on the table, and there's generally not a lot left over. That's sad. Mm. Anyway, so the so everyone goes Wonka crazy, if you will. Went bonkers for Wonkers. Yeah, and <laughs> we get a few skit bits here, mostly about people who are suspecting have... There was this man who created a machine and uh, a computer. In, in order to track down the winners, but unfortunately, the machine was unreliable. <laughs> the computer had more morals than the man did. You know, yeah. be cheating. <laughs> yeah, had, had Tim, I, the guy from the goodies who, yeah, who plays Tim, Tim, Tim right to be in that role. It was kind of funny. Well, that would probably be right because that was wasn't that made. Yeah, t- um, the goodies came out probably yeah, around yeah, the about 70s. About the same period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's. They had a lot of comedy actors mm. in these mm. in this movie. I like it. Well, I'll tell you something about it later on. But yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was a woman in, in one scene where she her husband is kidnapped, and in return, the kidnappers want her, her case of rock you know, of uh, Wonka last, bars. Yeah, yeah. And, and she was, she said to the police, "Can I think about it?" Yeah. So, <laughs> you, your husband or the chocolate a box mm. of Wonka bars. What? Mm. Yeah. Mary's made in heaven, guys. Yeah. Hey, First, yeah. Eventually, the tickets yeah. do get find, found, and one of the ticket holders is a boy who's a bit of a gluttonist or, or named Gloop. I mean, uh, Augustus, Augustus Gloop. Gloop. And, let me see. and then the next one is um, Violet Beauregard. Beauregard. Uh, yeah. And her rear... Her her car salesman dad, if you will. He's a, got a big mouth. And yeah, you think it's like all a about total car. Yeah. Talks and like a big mouth. Next. And then let me see. Um, Voruka Salt. Voruka Salt. Now, I'm going to talk about her later on. Total brat. <laughs> no, it's the girl who played Voruka Salt in this movie. Actually, even the other one. I don't think they could have picked better. She came out, especially this one. This one could sing, dance, act. Yeah, Next. she was a very good... I mean, she didn't do much art. She did a lot of TV work after this and yeah, stuff. It's interesting that uh, yeah, out of all the mm, characters, mm. she got um, her own song in this movie. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. apart from um, Willy Wonka and the Oompa Loompas, she, yeah, she was yeah, given yeah. Us, um, her own yeah. song and in this one. And the one in the second movie didn't get a song because it was all done by the Oompa Loompas. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm. So anyway, moving on. The next, last... Fourth ticket holder is Mike TV, a boy who's obsessed with television. Who wouldn't be? Uh-huh. I grew up television. And <laughs> obsessed with cowboy movies and whatnot. Oh, any, any, yeah, mate, a lot of cowboys. Yeah, we had a little cowboy hat on, a little cowboy gun, yeah, yeah a toy one, yeah. yeah. Anyway, 
So the final ticket is still, they're still looking for it. And then it. it gets found by somebody, was it Russia or somewhere? Yeah, somewhere And they found it was a fake. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Mm. And at first, Charlie is upset that this final ticket is definitely confirmed that it's been found and there's no way in hell that he was going to get one. But then, then after school, he finds the money, he goes into a chocolate store, the chocolate built the um, chocolate store that his friends go to, and he purchases um, two um, chocolate wrapper chocolate. He had one, the first one. He said, "I'll buy another one for his grandpa." Yeah. Yeah. And, so, yeah, and then he, this nice is where boy. he hears he hears rumpus down at the newsstand. His his the guy he works for, who was selling newspapers, and he there he hears that the Russian guy was. Was um, given a fake, was making a false ticket, and yeah. and this is where Charlie realizes that he wants to open up these chocolate and find out if he's got, you know, Guess the ticket. What guys? He opens Ooh. it up slowly at first, and then we see a gold edge, and then he pulls it apart, and there, behold, we the final gold ticket! Yay! Do, yay! And then some lady grabs his wrist and tells him that he found the last golden ticket. And everyone wants to peek at it. And I would be and, worried. And, and people are offering to buy it off him for, you know, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. Leave him alone, yeah. Eventually, the <coughs> newspaper owner <coughs> grabs Charlie and tells him to run straight home with his ticket. Mm. And Charlie does just that. And before he gets home, he gets stuck. Um, he gets tra- trapped by Slugworth, supposedly. And yeah, throughout this supposedly movie, And throughout this movie, the... Slugworth has approached all four of the kids trying to, to uh, tell them to bribe them to try to, get them to be a spy for him yeah. and he'd pay them some nice money. Yeah, in, yeah, and yeah, but the problem is that getting back onto the book, the Slugworth person was actually developed for this movie. He's just supposed to be another guy who had a shop. Yeah, it wasn't, anything, it wasn't anything really important, but they develop his role. Yeah, mm. so this was this was an add-on in, if you will, yeah. this movie, which mm. kind of made it a lot more exciting and more uh, an evil person in there. Yeah, yeah. I, like I admit, the Slugworth, he was creepy. He had this huge scar on one of his cheeks. Oh, he scared me. Ooh. I was scared of him when I was little. I was really frightened. <laughs> anyway, Charlie heads home and he tells his grandparents and his mum the good news and grandpa was is excited for him and of course Charlie has to bring one parent he, with him and he wants to, to, or somebody with him and yeah. he, he picks his grandpa Joe who's been bedridden for so many years yeah eventually mm. we get we get he gets up and we get another song where um he, we sing he sings I got a golden ticket well, right. Grandpa Joe does yeah. Yeah, more so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he does a bit of a dance routine. Yeah. And eventually they realise that t- tomorrow is the, the big the day. day. Ooh. So, and, but then Charlie lets slip said that he ran into Mr. Slugworth. So the next day we fate we open in on the group of people and there's a huge crowd, all you know, reporters, kids, nosy people, nosy people. Like if you were look going to a film premiere, gosh knows, I I don't know. Red carpet job, yeah. Yeah, and of course all the newspaper men are interviewing all the kids, and Charlie's all excited. And soon enough, oh, he was wetting his pants. He was. Oh, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the clock struck its. Trimes, yada yada, and then we see Mr. Wonka appear, and he slowly traipses up the red carpet. Very slowly, we're walking sick, very slowly, like he's got a, but he's a bit crippled and stuff. Yeah, and then he stops halfway, and he does a bit of, um, I don't know what's a somersault, a somersault, and stands up. And and actually, Gene Wilder brought that into the movie. He said, "I want to do it that way because you do that, and then you set the set the scene for." Nothing is as it appears. Everyone wow. thinks he's a cripple and he's not a cripple, so what's next? Hey, it's a good... That's, yeah, that's way to go, Gene. Mm, I'm impressed. Yeah, good on, Gene. Yeah, amen. <laughs> Too bad he's not here anymore, but I do yeah. abhorred his efforts. Ah, see, a lot of makers bring, bring ideas to the table, which is good. Yeah. That was, that was a good idea. Yeah. Soon enough, yeah. he greets all the kids and they he hey, took their tickets and all that stuff. And he escorts them inside the building and all, and all that stuff. And this is where a lot of fun things happen. Like the coat hangers start 
um, yeah, the coat hangers wore the the, ha- the rack for the clothing and stuff were actually hands on a wall. Ooh. Mm. You can get what's going to happen nowadays. They, they, yeah. They're actually interactive. Yeah. Yeah. I like it yeah. when it, one of the um, hats grabs Grandpa Joe's hat. Actually, just <laughs> getting back for just a moment, uh, Willy Wonka, the role, yeah. instead of Dean Wilder, um, people were uh, clamouring to play the role, including... Hmm. All those six guys out of the Monty Python cast wanted had their hand up for it. Mm, uh, amongst mother people, <laughs> yeah, um, mm. yeah. And they 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 were too popular. Oh, I see. They were too well known. I see what you mean. Even, oh, John Cleese. Oh, it's John Cleese. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah there's Michael Palin. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that Gene got in the end because no, he, he did it good. I mean, he was a known actor. wasn't as big as some other people, and mm-hmm. he worked it quite well. Yeah. Yeah, and mm. he did well in um um in Mel, some Mel Brooks's movies. Yeah. He did a good job. So back to this movie. So anyway, we do eventually get to some really crazy rooms. Like there's one room that there's like um, that's a bit funny where they end up being crushed in. Oh, it's a perspective type room. You start walking in the wall, and the room gets smaller. Yeah, yeah. You're all, all the walls and floor and everything come together at one end. Yeah. 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 And eventually, he tells them about. On the other side of the um, door, the small door, I should mention, yeah, there is a lot through. of great chocolate Good waiting there. things. Mm. Yeah. He opens up with a special music lock. <laughs> <laughs> that's Rock Mononot. Rock Mononot or something or other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another, that's, what, that's the lady said Another anyway. reference to Rock Mononot. Well, isn't Rock Mononot? Rock Mononot. I thought... Never Rack, mind. Oh, anyway, yeah, we're moving back on. It wasn't Rocky Horror Show. No, no I wasn't no, talking about no. that. I was talking about the famous um, piano player that back in the 19, 1990s yeah. or something. I'm not sure. I can't. He played a lot of, um, you know, piano music. I'll take your word for it. Move along. Move anyway, on. moving on. So <laughs> the door opens and, and we see a beautiful spot of, you know, full of awesome... Candy trees yeah, and candy stuff grass, like that. Candy grass, candy trees, candy mushrooms. I gotta yeah. admit, though, I do think that whenever I look at Tim Burton's one, that had more the um, closer to what it looked like in the book more than ever. And that's what Tim Burton does. Mm-hmm. Hey, Tim. And of course, this is where in in Gene Wilder sings the um, beautiful imagination song. Yeah. Do not look. The guy who wrote the tune, I can't remember his name, who wrote the tunes for the movie. Uh, he makes a good tunes, don't get me wrong, but they're nothing like what Roald Dahl had anticipated yeah. because mm-hmm. he wrote the tunes and they're actually in the initial book. So mm, well, I don't know why he didn't use them. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. So eventually our get, the guests begin to snack on the um, the candies and the bits and pieces. Oh, yeah. And yeah. i got to admit, it, it's, it looks, inf- looks you inviting. You can eat the grass. must be mint leaves or something. Mm, like that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's quite delicious. <laughs> anyway... Um, we then watch our, our, the adults mar the um, chocolate river and realising they think it's polluted or something. And, and they said it's chocolate. Yeah, and all the kids are, ooh, yeah. this is exciting, chocolate Liquid river. chocolate. Yeah. Actually, I will drop in here because I was doing to do comparisons. In the first movie, they used, I think, water coloured with cocoa and it really didn't work properly. Ooh. When Tim Burton did it, he actually used real liquid chocolate. It does look much no, better. No, he did use liquid chocolate. Yeah, well, it's more <laughs> believable considering that chocolate is more richer. Thick, it's thicker and, yeah, and it doesn't just look too thin. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, after Augustus Gloop, the character, he was drinking it and when he Italian. ended up falling in, and of course, he wouldn't he be covered, smeared he in chocolate? He would look like, yes, he would look yeah. like a fudgicle or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Augustus ends up getting pulled towards one of the pipes and he ends up getting up. sucked into one and getting up stuck in it. I won't go there, folks. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, he eventually gets stuck and then somehow he ends up getting, um, I guess, the pressure behind him in the pipe. Pushing through the pipe. Pushing through yeah. the pipe just like a bullet He went down the fudge room or somewhhere or where, where, yeah. where was he? Somewhere yeah. in the factory? Yeah. yeah, some kind of fudge room. Yeah, fudge room and this is where we meet the Oompa Loompas who... Oompa who, as it turned out, are workers for um, the little guys, and yeah. he, and they've been working the factory for for those many years that were 
of why the, so many years of why the M gates were locked and no one's been employed yeah. by. Willow he had his own small workforce. <laughs> Yeah. Of dwarves. He, yeah. he has. He does explain a good history here, but I'm not going to go into that no. too detail. This, I will mention that there, there, I believe there's a troop of dwarf actors out there, yeah. and they, I think they, I couldn't find anything on who they were, but mm. I, I think they're part of that group, that troop of actors. Yes. Yeah. Mm. See, there's some interesting stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the same as uh, yeah. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Another mm. interesting mm. thing in Tim Burton's version of of. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. They used an actual dwarf, but they they kind of in green screen. They made they him made a lot smaller. more smaller. Yeah, he made him off. Oh, gee, it must have been something like um, um about um knee, not knee high. Yeah, but, but, oh, about, oh, just below knee high, which would be something like a little over a foot tall, maybe. Um, yeah, yeah, something, just yeah. A, a little smaller than a dwarf or something. Yeah, let's like say three to four hundred. Uh, Mills tall or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's what I've Little seen. Man. Anyway, um, Gustus Gloop gets taken up to the um, fudge room and his mum is told to go with one of the Olympus and try to find him before he gets boiled. <laughs> or whatever, yeah. Anyway, mm. the Olympus give us a nice song, yada, yada, yada. And it's saying, based on the little kid, uh, Gustus's uh, naughty behaviour. So, yeah. Yeah, throughout this movie, I won't have to... It's all moral stuff it's in all the morals. yeah yeah about the bullet was saying yeah talking about how the kids were naughty and stuff yeah. and how they did that and yeah, they shouldn't have done that and they should be nice yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and soon enough um, Willy Wonka shows them an alternate transportation the special um, boat that he's going to take them down to through the um, special tunnel that the tunnel is really creepy when I was little I was scared it's like a theme right somewhere in between the tunnel of love and a, a th- ghost train yeah, yeah well <laughs> I thought it was scary I oh, sometimes yeah. I would I didn't like the bright lights and the f- f- yeah it was supposed it to be scary me. but it wasn't scary scary it mm-hmm. was just ooh. so you came to TV but being in there would have been scarier yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway yeah. eventually when everyone couldn't take anymore they yelled for Mr. Wonka and, and said, his men to stop and went, the boat stop. and it wasn't, it, it, it wasn't actually moving it was it just pictures going past on the wall very clever mm. yeah and eventually they arrived near the inventing room and there's another room next to it saying hair cream toffee and, and cream and said, yeah, well, whipped cream coffee cream yeah hair cream yeah, yeah whatever I thought that was funny <laughs> I liked it that Tim. I liked it that Tim. I like it that Tim Ben made a joke in that movie where he says that the hair cream was to lock in moisture. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but move on. Anyway, a bit of course, okay. um, Willy Wonka yeah. explains to them: do not um, mess around in the. Don't this, touch anything. Do not touch. Do not taste. Do not tell. Not through this area. Mm. Yeah, because he he goes on to mention how Slugworth will give his, give his false teeth to enter here, so do not touch a thing. So they enter, and it's like, well, not exactly hy- hygiene area when you think about it. No, it's quite funny. Some parents complained about how who cleans your 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 factory. It looks like it's been cu- it hasn't been clean. And it doesn't stuff. need to be cleaned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's clean dirt. Yeah, and there's some funny bits where he throws a clock inside a a. a uh, time is important if there's so far as a clock in there. In other words, you touch something, oh, is it too... Uh, um, yeah. It was too cool, so if yeah. you a, a jacket in there to warm, keep yeah. it warm. Yeah, and yeah. there was one bit where yeah. he throws some sneakers First, and he ne- says, ne- gives them a kick. kick. Yeah, give a kick, yeah, yeah. And one of the parents yeah. notices uh, butterscotch and butter um, oh, gin. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny, that oh, part. Yeah. Mm. Candy, and Willy Wonka says, candy is dandy, but liquor is quicker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny, that. <laughs> Yeah, it was funny. Anyway, uh, eventually they're behind. Eventually they see the um, everlasting gobstopper machine, whatever, and and of course the kids are anxious to see what it is because it's covered in lots and lots of colourful sheets. Wouldn't they give you the sheets? <laughs> anyway, Charlie wants to see the, what how the machine works. So, um, Willy Wonka presses the button, and out comes some awesome, pretty gobstoppers that look like weird-looking things. Yeah, and he tells them about him, and some and Violet and and let me see, um, Faruka look at their dads, and their dads look at them, and I suspect that they probably have got heard about the deal that they made with the with Slugworth. Yes. Yeah. 
So uh-huh. the kids were, uh, want to have an everlasting gobstopper, each one of them. So he says he'll only give them to them if they solemnly swear not to reveal or show it to anyone about them and all that stuff. Yeah. See, the everlasting gobstopper is you can suck it forever. Yeah, you can suck them all your life and and never get any smaller. What if the flavour goes away? That's a good point. Maybe not. You didn't say that. Uh, It would matter to me. It would. I want the flavour as well. If I want strawberries and something, whatever, pineapple, I want all the fruity flavours. Each kid was given one, and I don't know what happens to them after they get. When well, you know, maybe they we, lose. Well, them, we don't know. I like to think that Violet's may have got crushed after she got. Well, well we don't know. The, the, the point is that Charlie gave his back. Yes. Yeah, anyway, back yeah. to the story. So we then come to another machine, and it's a real eye popper when you look at it. And this one it creates the spe- special gum that has a four-course Three meal, three-course meal, yeah. meal. An entree, main course, and dessert. Yeah, and Violet, being the stupid one, decides to, decides to chew it. And he says, don't, don't little girl. Yeah, but yeah, she did. And, of course, um, Wonka's saying, stop, please, don't not do he, this. He, he wasn't actually doing it very yeah. ha- and, very heartily. Yeah, and that. Charlie yeah. tries to ask um, Grandpa, why shouldn't she not listen to Mr. Wonka? And he says it's because she's a nitwit. <laughs> yeah. And she was, because what happened? She begins to eat it, chew, chew, and then eventually the blueberry pie comes along, and this is where she, her face turns blue, and she starts she t- blowing up like a balloon. Like a, and ends up like a dirty, great big blueberry. And he says, I always have that trouble. <laughs> yeah, he says that that's in the other movie too. And, yeah. of course, mm-hmm. um, he then gets the Oompa to take her down to the juicing room and have a squeeze before she bursts. Yes. Or breaks. Yes, what, or... Actually, yeah, it wasn't. I think in, wasn't he in, in the books he burst and had to get the piece to put it back together again. Yeah, it was actually in the stage yeah, play. Stage it was play, hilarious. Yeah. yeah, you said that. So, yeah, yeah. that that's not for kiddies, is it? No. Nah, As I nah, said nah, before, nah. Mike, um, you say that Tim Burton's was a little bit more scary, uh, uh, but no, the stage uh, play has a little bit more of a. Yeah, but still, done done fun, fun, tongue, tongue, tongue in cheek. cheek. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, Tim Burton, uh, yeah, is a bit darker, aimed at slightly high, uh, yeah. Uh, older. Yeah. Kids, yeah. So the um, Oompa's roll Violet and her her dad into the juicing room, into the other rooms. Well, we don't anyway. see her again until the other movie. Yeah. Well, we don't see her at all, anyway. Oh, the other movie we do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. back to our remaining contestants. They then head down the hallway. They see some nice lickable wallpaper. Lickable wallpaper. Mm. And he talks about how the snod berries are... Yeah, oh, yeah, all these like funny some... things which don't really exist, but yeah. Yeah, of course... Um, vo- 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 um, Veruca says, "Who has had a snobberry in the in a horrible way?" And he says yeah. something. Well, he tells us something that's anyway. Not... Move along. Moving along, they then go to a special room where they're making fizzy lifting drinks. Yeah, all these bubbly things. Yeah, mm. and while and they the kids are so anxious to try it, but um, Willy Wonka says, "No, no." It's still in an experimental stage. Yeah, the mm. but while they're heading off to the next room. Um, Charlie and Grandpa Joe. See, Grandpa they Joe. They see, this is where Grandpa Joe he, he encouraged Charlie to have a drink. Mm, yeah. He, Charlie didn't do it, and Grandpa Joe did. So, kiddies, do not always listen to the adults. They might get you into trouble. Okay. Yeah. Have so a think about they it. tried it, and then all of a sudden they start floating, floating in the air, around. and then they start floating up and up, up and and, and soon up there's a fan exa- above like them, and if they don't. Thing. Stop now! They'll probably end up yeah. getting yeah. cut, cut to yeah, pieces. Yeah, and diced and sliced. And but yeah, luckily yeah. enough, um, Grandpa Joe worked it out. That no, they he burped had... and, he, and he started to go down. And he tells Charlie, "Burp a little bit, and you come down." Yeah, yeah. And I'm so, burp, fart, whatever, you know. Yeah. I think it's a better alternative. <laughs> so they eventually get back on on the ground and they head back and catch up with the others. Yeah. And where in the, in the next scene we see. Um, Willy Wonka showing them some geese of that gold of that lay gold necks. Big ones, about three or four times the size of a normal goose. Yeah, yeah, and and or lady goose. Yeah. Right, right. Mm. Anyway, interesting thing is in this scene, in the original story, uh, it was going to be um, you know squirrels in the nut room, all that stuff like that. Mm. But I guess I guess it's more appealing to kids of well, different goose in other laid worlds. The gold, they have these big golden. Chalk eggs or whatever, and, yeah. And considering that we're everywhere 
Yeah, so every everywhere around the world, everyone knows what chocolate eggs are. Yeah, and the goose that laid the golden egg and the fairy tales. Ah, yeah. ah. Ah. So anyway, Veruca Salt, she, she wants one. She's all about wanting everything and everything. She wants everything all the time. She wants it now. now. <laughs> and this is where yeah. she has that interesting song I mentioned. And then when after it, it ends, she causes, she has a temperamental... And then oh, she... Hey, 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 wait, wait, wait. When the geese lay the gold needs to get weighed and checked, and it says, this is a good egg, it goes to wherever, and if it's a bad egg, it goes down the garbage chute. Mm. And Veruca jumps up on the platform where the eggs go. And... Take it away, Sarah. <laughs> she then goes down, and and the uh, egg thing says, bad egg. <laughs> and, and, and that's what Willy Wonka says, oh, it must be bad egg. And, and then her dad tries following her down. And he ends up going down a chute, too. Because he found out that... That yeah. the garbage chute leads to a furnace. And it, that, we ain't lied every other day. Yeah. Oh, what, that's today, is it? Yeah. <laughs> According to the book and Tim Burns' version, it was out of order or at least broken. That so. was the second movie But that in this yeah. one, it was never mentioned. So. No. But I like to think that there was a big fighting chance they may have gotten out. I like to think so. I did. They did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, no the, kitties are hurt during the maintenance anyway, movie. Anyway, Lumpur yeah, was yeah. singing another song. Lumpur. Telling her how it's it was mostly her father and mother's fault for yeah. giving into her yeah, demands exactly. more than hers. Well, I must admit that was a good song she did. She's a very clever little girl. Uh, anyway, yeah. back on the um, story, our heroes continue on, mm-hmm. and they end up going on to a special. Uh, I don't know what they call they call it, but it's an interesting vehicle that has that has a lot of ginger pop, ginger oh, ale, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. you call it. Something like somewhere somewhere between a truck and a tractor, and it's run, and it's run on soda pop. That's yeah, it. and and I liked the um, what Grandpa Joe says. He says it uh, has a lot of. Um, what yeah, do you you've got more gas than politicians. Or something <laughs> like that. And I was going to say. Mm, not politically correct, but never mind. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It was 1970s. <laughs> it's okay for me. It's my okay. So anyway, they in the car. St- the, it starts up, and then it starts fizzing, buzzing, and, and, and then and it's spewing all it's the foam, all the foam like, yeah. like a washing machine. What, yeah, a bad washing machine. Yeah, and it was so funny watching the expressions of Mike, Mike TV and his mum. So hilarious. <laughs> and eventually, they go for a special. Um, Car wash thing clean them up, that yeah. cleans them up in a mat- interesting way, yeah. and eventually they arrive at another room that's um, the chocolate TV, cho- the t- TV chocolate room. TV room, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're doing transporting chocolates, yeah, from the factory. No, the idea is tra- transfer the chocolate from the factory to your home. Exactly. So yes, taste yeah. this. Oh, yeah. goody. Yeah, of course. Um, they did a sample, and they then Mike sample. TV wants to go. He, he wants yeah, to. Yeah, not realizing the dangers of the situation. And the meme in a teeny weeny little boy is about the three yeah, stalls. Yeah, he didn't think about the fact he may not even turn be back to his regular size. Maybe four inches tall. And Willy Wonka suggested that he should be placed in the the taffy pulling room and then making a yeah, boy, yeah, little boy stretch, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. And Mike TV's mum is a little less thrilled about it. She ends up fainting and she's being dragged away by the poor dragon. Poor old Bloom was rather worse. Union dispute. Yeah, and then we, then later on we see Charlie, um, Grandpa Joe, and Wonka gang moving their their um, the um, gang ready to get get going. And Wonka is looking for his news his letters, saying, "I must get this. um, I must messages for him." And he tells them that I'm hope I'm glad you like this um the trip the um the tour now bugger off. And, uh, and Charlie doesn't understand why he's not given his prize. And Willy Wonka told them that you broke the rules. Yeah. You you touched the stuff in the mm. bubble room and stuff, and now got to clean all the walls and stuff, and you, you, you damage the place. Yeah. And, and Grandpa Joe rips into Willy Wonka, and they start leaving. And Yeah, and... And Grandpa Joe was—he's—he definitely thinks that we should definitely give Slugworth this um, God stopper and all that yeah. stuff. But Charlie has second thoughts and gives it back to Willy Wonka. And, and, he, and, he, and he, like saying he's sorry, he didn't mean it, and he didn't say those words, but yeah. the feeling was there. Yeah. And that's what Willy Wonka was waiting for—somebody of a, a pure heart. 
Yeah. And then he embraces the kid and tells him that you won. Everything. Yeah. And then um, Mr. Wilson, who turns out to be Slugworth in disguise. Well, no, it's the other way around. Mr. Wilson is pretending to be Slugworth. Yeah. Yeah. See, he's been um, tracking these kids, probably. And I don't know how he did it. I mean, maybe, maybe how he knew where the ticket would arrive, who to approach. Who knows? I, I know the media would have gotten wind of it, but it doesn't make but sense. He, he how, knew yeah. Somehow or other. Mm. Magical. Mm. Ah. I like to think maybe somehow the tickets had a transmitter inside them, maybe. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Eventually, um, they end up in the gl- special glass elevator with Mr. It Wonka. takes you anywhere. Yeah. And Mr. Wonka t- tells. Um, Charlie to press one of the a special button that he never presses before, yeah. and it and goes that, up through the roof. Yeah, and it starts floating all over the village. And yeah. then w- Willy Wonka tells Charlie that that he, that this factory is now his, yeah. and now Charlie's. I mean, yeah. And this, you get all the chocolate you want, but you're responsible for the oompa loompas and whatever. Yeah, because yeah. it's up to Charlie to continue making chocolates and stuff. Yeah, take over the business. Yeah, he won the kid. He didn't want an adult to take out. Was that or was that the other movie? Yeah, I think that's the other way. Yeah. I mean, I think this the, one. They're the same basis. I mean, they didn't want somebody else and the doctors yeah. don't want to do it their way. He wants the kid to go and yeah. do it his way. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which you got here. And, mm, of course, like Charlie's more than thrilled to do this. And and Willy Wonka's going to share all his chocolate-making secrets. So and Grandpa Joe and everybody's allowed to come live yeah. there happily ever after. Full stop. Good. The end, then the credits roll. <laughs> roll. The end. Da, 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 da. Okay, now, the, 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 the minor changes in the second movie, it was more about... I suppose the story is taken more from the book, which is more about the boy and not Wally Wonka, even though Wally Wonka played a big part in the yeah. second movie. And considering they yeah. added a bit of a backstory into yeah, Burns' give, version. Yeah, they had to give a backstory to Wally Wonka why he was like he was. So Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So it, but it did work a lot better in line with the book story. True, yeah. true. Now, let's get on to special effects. Mm-hmm. Back in the olden days, back in '71, it was just basic sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, bit of green screen, maybe some sets and whatever. When they came to do the other one, the second one in 2005, the idea Tim Burton thought would stay away from CGI as much as possible. Of course, we're working with kids; they're going to want to have to interact with things, and it's better if they can actually see what's going on, not trying to imagine there's going to be something over there which isn't. So everything was done, you know, sets were done on a large scale and they did this and they did that to try and make it as real as possible for the kids. Hmm. Even so far as he went down the chocolate river was actually real chocolate. Mm-hmm. And there's a part there with the squirrels testing the nuts in it. They were real trained squirrels. They wow. weren't CGIs. But for some parts they made some CGI squirrels and all the close-up stuff was all trained squirrels. You mean um, they really attacked Veruca Salt in there? Well, the ones were sitting all over Veruca, sitting there going, yeah, they were real squirrels. I would have thought that would have been a, ha- a, self- yeah. a, um, a safety hazard. <laughs> no, no, they were trained. They were trained. They were handled. From the day they were born, they were handled by handlers and uh, interacted with and, and they knew how to behave, the same way you train a dog or a cat. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was quite funny, but they wanted to keep it as real as possible. Mm-hmm. And he did, Tim Burton has a way of, even in fantasy, even when it's totally implausible, he tries to make it feel like it's real. Mm-hmm. And that's you, that's a major difference in the two movies. Yeah. Okay. Same basic storyline. Now, now, let's move on to the two uh, to two Willy Wonkers. Yeah. We had Gene Wilder playing a nice, kindly, normalish sort of guy in the first movie, and then you got Johnny Depp is playing a real weirdo. And um, <laughs> no, hey, he, no, Johnny Depp plays weirdos really good. And this is, Tell and, me and that. that is the big, that, the big difference in that role is that Johnny Depp makes him really strange, and that's a weird. Mm. Uh, yeah. Alien-like, almost. Uh, he's really weird, and I think that that makes he takes uh, Willy Wonka to a different level. Yeah, I can't admit yeah. though. Um, I did thought it was interesting that Tim Burton wanted to dive into Willy mm. Wonka's backstory. Well, actually, yeah. he, he he did that, but I think part of it was um, Tim Burton actually went over to where um, Roald Dahl lived, and he went over and visited where he used to live, and even went into the back shed. Where he did his writing, it was his writing room. Wow! And he's and that he said this is where Charlie Bucket lives, and 
your old Dale's daughter or granddaughter said, oh, finally somebody gets it. You see, the other people who get it have been there and trying to make the movies didn't get the feel that Roald Dahl had. Hmm. And where Tim Burton did. Yeah. Interesting, hey? Now, my other favourite I want to talk about, Veruca Salt. <laughs> I mentioned the first one. She went on to do a lot of television work and whatever, mm. uh, movies and, tele- and television episodes of different things. Mm. She's had a good career, but as a child actor, singer, dancer, she was incredible in that first movie. But they didn't give the second movie a chance because everything was done by the Oompa Loompa. Now, yeah. this guy called Deep, uh, what's his name? Um, Deep Roy. He plays all the Oompa Loompas. Now, they, he had... Uh, I don't know how I did it. Uh, multiple layering, different things. He probably uh, did multiple layering uh, and, and whatever. And but the fact he's doing all the dance routines and singing, but he's not singing. Yeah. The vocals are all done by Danny Elfman, the musical arranger. Mm-hmm. And it all comes together so seamlessly, <laughs> and it just you go, what the hell? You know. Yeah. Um, Another yeah. thing I should mention, you know mm-hmm. that. The first um, Charlie Bucket, the kid who played him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Peter. Um, What's his name? Yeah. Who's McGlickets? Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Peter Ostrom. Yeah. He hasn't, after he did um, Charlie and the Chocolate, I mean, Willy Wonka well, and the Charlie yeah, yeah. Factory, um, he didn't do any more acting after no, that. No, he, he, he went back to having a normal life and he became a vet, was it? Yeah, he mm, became mm. a vet for cow, sheep, and other like what, livestock yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Actually, getting back to that. And he doesn't do any interviews whatsoever because I guess he wants to put that part of his life behind him. The first movie with Gene Wilder, Gene Wilder, who I knew, and Jack Albertson, I knew him from different shows. But in the second movie, look at this. We had Johnny Depp playing Willy Wonka, Freddie Highmore as a kid playing Charlie Bucket, David Kelly... I know him from some TV programs. I can't remember. Helena Bonham Carter was in there. Um, yeah, and then some other people uh, well-known. He used a lot of well-known actors in the second movie. Mm. And uh, I think it really helped because they'd be, oh, I know the person. Oh, that's him. And, um, yeah, just, it was so good. But getting back to what I said about Monty Python guys, they all wanted to be in the first movie. And when they had to do the second movie so many decades later... They were still considering some of the Monty Python guys as taking me because they're going a bit more up market with the actors. Cool. So interesting that. Um, now, the first movie uh, that was made in Germany, Bavaria, mainly, uh, whereas the other one I think was made in Pinewood Studios in mm, England. That's nice, right? Yeah. Um, now, haha. When Warner Brothers, before Tim Burton came on the scene. They were considering for Willy Wonka. Many people from this list. Bill Murray, Christopher Walken, Steve Martin, Robin Williams, Nicolas Cage, Jim Carrey, Michael Keaton, Robert De Niro, mm. Brad Pitt, Will Smith, Mike Myers, You're ben kidding Stiller, me. Leslie Nielsen, John Cleese, Eric Idle, Michael Palin. Uh, You're joking, are you, right? Pat, uh, Patrick Stewart and Adam Sandler. Dustin Hoffman, Marilyn Manson, all wanted the role. You're kidding me. All these people <laughs> wanted the role. <laughs> they said they loved. They, they probably saw the original movie, loved it so much, so they thought, I, I could really get off in the air. And I they could, all wanted to have a go with I it. I could not picture Patrick Stewart, not for a second. Not Bill and Murray or Steve Martin. Uh, Thank you much. No, yeah, I can't I, see them in that role. I can't see them wearing the top hat. Robin Williams, maybe. He had a pinch, maybe, but the point is, the other guys there, um, Johnny Depp, they, yeah, he just brought something different to it. Yeah. When you look at it, he plays Edward Scissorhands, a strange role. He plays Jack Sparrow in the, uh, in the, uh, what's the crew, the Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean. He plays other strange roles. He does strange characters. I just can't yeah. see Will Smith playing that. No, I'm not being, um, um, yeah. racist or anything. It's just, no, no, no. Yeah. I just can't see um, him um, in that role, sadly. I just, yeah. not, I'm not being racist no, or anything. No, it's just, no, no they're, they're, they're good actors. Him. But 
you've got to get the right actor for the right role. See, and I think that's why they went through all these people. See, Will Smith, mm. he, I consider him a sexy, but love of awesome actor. Mm. I also think of Johnny Depp as an awesome actor, but, but in different ways, <clears throat> yeah. mostly. The, 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 I can't imagine Johnny Depp in a straight role. Me neither. You see, there's a difference, there's a difference see? And, yeah, you look at that and say, you got somebody like Johnny Depp is handles the character roles a lot better. Hmm. I have not seen him in a straight role. I can't compare him. But the other guys there, they're using action heroes or a comedy role or something else. Yeah. They don't do the weird character yeah. roles. I they see, just have their own personality. Yeah, I know them. Steve yeah. Martin. Hmm. He does his own comedy, but yeah, yeah. it's not... That's always the same. It's not the same kind of comedy. Yeah, but Steve Martin always the same no, no matter what movie. He yeah. does comedy good, but he's always Steve Martin in the comedy yeah. routine. Um, yeah. Putting hmm. the, um, the... He's like the straight man. I'm not, well, not, I'm not straight man, but you he, know what I mean. But like, he, like, he, does, he plays a straight comedy role. That's what I mean. He's, he, he, he he's do a straight roles. comedy guy. Yeah, yeah. Not the he's not the weird. um not the weird Willy Wonka the, type. The weird character roles, exactly right. Yeah, I can't see him as Willy. I mean, Wonka they're all good actors. Don't get us wrong. I know we're not lock, we're not bagging any of them, guys. But yeah, you got to get the right person for the right role. Yeah, because mm, there's a mm. there's a right way and a wrong kind of comedy way to get. I mean, if you get the wrong kind of comedy, you may you may yeah. sink the movie. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what would have happened if Stuart, um, Patrick Stewart, yeah, I can't see Patrick. I mean, Patrick Stewart did like the Cannibal Ghost stuff. That was fun, but this is uh, totally different. He wasn't really. He wasn't funny. Ha ha. No, but he, he, he probably can force his way through stuff and do things. Yeah. But, but he's still. He's more of a Shakespearean actor. That's what I mean. He's more mm, of a Shakespearean yeah, yeah. type actor. Not yeah. a. He's he doesn't come off as ha ha comedy. Coming up with um, funny skit bits or funny yeah. jokes, uh, stuff like that. Uh, I just can't see it. Uh, <laughs> I just, I mean, it's, I guess it's all about the character you portray, mostly. If you could pull yeah, it off, yeah, that's our whole point. But anyway, anyway, I'm not going to talk too much. Uh, we shouldn't just talk about. Oh, that. hang on, Wonka's Viking boat in the second movie. That one was yeah, pretty cool for the chocolate river sequence that floats down a realistic river filled with. Sit down, guys. 192,000 gallons of faux-melted chocolate. Yum. 192,000. Wow. That's a lot of chocky. I, I wonder what they did with it when they finished it. Um, make a chocolate cake? <laughs> or for the wrap-up party? no idea. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know either, Mike. I, I mean, I don't know what they would do to recycle something like that. Well, yeah, yeah, well I heard a story. Any kiddies listening to this? Um, back in the old days of Prohibition and stuff and the Roaring Twenties, sometimes they got uh, the local showgirl or whatever to have a bath in champagne. Okay, I'm listening. Now, this lady was reported to have been get, got into this tub and they poured all these bottles of champagne. Let's say they put in three dozen bottles of champagne or whatever, yeah, mm. to have a bath. And the idea was for charity or fundraising or whatever it was, they were going to re-bottle it and sell the bottles. Mm. Wait a minute. When they put the, <laughs> the champagne back into the bottles, they found they had an extra bottle. You're kidding me, right? She peed in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know whether they still sold the champagne or not. Yeah, but. not to mention that Augustus Gloop, or its actor, fell into the thing and he may have even yeah, wet but, himself but in you there. you think about little things. What do they do with all this? That's a lot of liquid chocolate. Do we just pour it in the toilet or, I don't or know. take it? The, wait, wait for it to go sold and break it up and sell it. Off I to, wonder yeah, how <laughs> they kept it. You know, kept it liquid. Nah, they would have actually, I reckon, shoot. I don't know how far, it's fake stuff. I know. So it wouldn't go off as fast as real stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, might be okay for a day or two. So they would have to get it, melt it, keep it at whatever temperature to keep it fluid and do the shooting over a very short period of time. Yeah. And then just drain it off and do whatever yeah. they're going to do I've with it. I've been wondering yeah. that since it came out, I got, I mean, since you yeah. mentioned it, uh, I kept wondering how would something like that keep from. Well, like Go said, hardening. It's fake, it's fake stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know, some of these are you get. You get fake cream on them. Mm-hmm. You get mock cream. Well, same sort of thing. Uh, the, the mock cream doesn't go off as fast as natural cream does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and the fake chocolate will hold it. Uh, hold it. Uh, what's the word? What's the word? It's uh, usability longer. 
So, but like I said, maybe a week, maybe a few days. I don't know how long it'll last before it goes off. But then yeah. again, you get, you get back to square one. What do you do with it? You say, okay, everyone bring a cup, start drinking. No, no. No, I don't know what <laughs> they would do. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah. um, so anyway, what, so what are you, um, should we rate both movies or should we rate Look, one I'm going to rate them both separately. Me too, I yeah, think. That, um, I'll rate them both and compare them when I do it and reasoning why I gave them or whatever. Okay. okay, first movie, Gene Wilder. Mm-hmm. That was the first movie I saw. Mm. I was impressed with the movie. Me too. Uh, it's relatable. But back in those days, different style of movie making back then. Okay, you didn't have the CGI, you had it, you didn't have all that sort of stuff. So that period when they made that movie, mm. they did what they could of what they had. Mm. And I think it was pretty good. I still got, I'll give it about a nine. Now, when you get a guy like Tim Burton comes along, he's got all this other good stuff. And I'm not, not going to say necessarily a better imagination, but he knows how to use imagination better than some other people and make it come to the screen better. He has the use of more technology now, even though he didn't use a lot of CGI. Um, he's got other things, um, in other skills the other guys haven't got. So I'm going to give this one, the Johnny Depp one, the Tim Burton one, I'm going to give it a 10. So the first one, 9, second one, 10. Okay. I'm going to rate both of them myself. So the 1971, I really like because it was very relatable. Mm. And I, and and Charlie and all the other kids, you know, not just the, um, the four other ki- nasty kids, but the rest of the other kids seem, re- you know, believable. Yeah, you know, like they they wanted to make like, him believable. Yeah, like they're the kids in my school when I used to attend school. Yeah, the little cretins you wanted to go to school with, you know. Yeah, incidentally, know. guys, when I was little, we would often read this, the the um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yet when when I was growing up, and every time we got to an, to our to the next chapter, our teacher Ted says. Okay, that's about it for us today. You will read the rest next week or something like that. And I get well. Yeah, actually, when I was at school, I used to read Shakespeare and stuff. Not quite the same, is it? No. Uh, well, this is different. <laughs> anyway, I give 1971. Um, I'm going to give it 10 out of 10. Ooh, how about, okay, how about because these? it's relatable and and. There, I, and some kids, I, as you said, Mike, before that most ki- back then. And now, that there are some things can't, kids can never get, you know, like yeah. they cannot be winners all the time. Yeah, di- but different, different economy. I, mean, yeah, well, different I, I companies, grew up in a poor different... household and we mm. didn't have anything. My dad passed away, mum was a widow and yeah, I didn't, I didn't have any allowance or anything, so yeah. Mm. So, so it's very I can, relatable. I, I can, I can uh, identify with Charlie Bucket quite easily. Yeah, mm. so he's relatable. So mm. anyway, the second one, the 2005 the one, one, the Tim Burton one, um, I do think it's, I like the fantasy and how Tim Burton was able to use all the elements from the book yeah. to, and created that interesting world that that Ronald Dahl created in his and imagination. And if Ronald Dahl was alive, he would have, I think he would have liked it. His family liked it, I think. Mm, really? Wow. Yeah, well, they, they supported the Tim Burton version of it. They gave him the mm. sign-off as long as they had a controlling interest in the production, the artistic part of it, mm. and uh, pe- uh, and the cast selection, I think. Oh, cool. Yeah, they, so they had they had a bit of a say in what went on, and I think they would have been quite happy with it. Yeah, anyway. I'll tell you, well, actually, one thing. The songs, did we say, did we say that the songs that they used in yeah, the second yeah, movie? Yeah, the songs yeah, were yeah, yeah. Um, taken, taken out of the book. Yeah. And Danny Offman did the musical arrangement for it, yeah. Mm. Anyway, moving on. So um, I'm going to rate, I guess, the 2005 one, I'm going to rate it um, 9 out of 10. Um, it's not being rude or anything. It's just that, um, You like the first one because, because of I, memories. Because it has yeah. a bit of a, you know, be- believable, relatable, innocent kind of feeling to it yeah you know? and the other one's a little bit darker made for a slightly older audience you're like oh yeah uh yeah young teenagers more to in their sort of younger single figure children yeah. yeah now before we go reception on both movies uh which i didn't mention but the 1971 was mediocre i'm not not saying there's anything wrong with it mm. that's just the reception i had where this one was uh re- leading towards more a positive review Mm. Okay, no, I won't go well for all the reviews, there's too many no, of them. there's too many. Now, f- availability, guys. The Willy Wonka, the, re- the original one. On eBay, plenty for sale. 
Amazon, rentable, and I believe plenty for sale of what I can see. Cool. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, plenty for sale on eBay. Amazon, uh, same again, rentable and plenty for sale. And those who like the video games can definitely now, get those I will two. say one thing. Even with the 2005, be careful. Of course, there were some late entries of the VHS market in there. If you're picking it and you ain't got a VHS player, don't click on the wrong item. Because I'm, most people think, oh, they still had VHS then? Yeah, at the, that was right at the end of the VHS market by the look of it. So be careful. Hmm. Now, yeah, so if, if in doubt, rent it, have a good look at it, like it, buy it, whatever. Yeah. But they're hmm. both worth a look for two different reasons. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so guys, um, if you haven't watched either or, or read the book, I advise definitely check them out and give us your th- in the give us in the comments what Excellent. you guys, which one's your favourite yeah, of Ronald Dahl's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Just going and roll. Now, Roald Dahl was a... A prolific writer of children's books, didn't he? Something in the giant, something in the giant peach. Um, yeah, he did. Um, um yeah. What of his kids' name? I can't remember. I didn't read these books. Something in the giant peach. He also and did Matilda, one, Big Friendly Giant, and the Big Friendly Giant. And, and then he turned around and, and he wrote some James Bond scripts. Yeah, he did. So he, he was a very, very uh, talented man. Mm. Mm. I think he had a hand in um, mm. um, Chi Chi Bang Bang. I think I may be Might wrong. Have, that would have been a children's story, yeah. <laughs> yeah, could, yeah, even though yeah. that was more of a. An Ian Fleming's book, when I think about yeah, it. Yeah, but someone's got to write the screenplay. I suppose, but yes, and, and and I think he might have come to the screenplay side of it. I mm. don't know. Actually, I have to look at that. Anyway, I think that's a bit for for me. Yeah. I don't think I can talk about anything. Yeah, else. I don't think I can talk about anything else. I mean, we could talk all night on it, but I would I, talk I, about the other one, two thousand five one. But I'd be saying the same thing over the same and sort over. Same basic storyline, yeah. Because um, there's some similar characteristics there. It's just the main the main thing is that the. Uh, yeah, the first movie is based more on Willy Wonka, and the second movie is based more on Charlie. Hmm. It's, it's, that's another, uh, yeah, that's l- l- another bit. Um, apart, they, if you take out the character development of Willy Wonka, hmm. there's more Charlie in it. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah. The one other difference in the both movies um, is that Charlie, Charlie in the first movie didn't have um, a dad, and in the second one he does. In the 2005 that's one, right, he yeah. does. He had, yeah, Even though yeah. it's in the book that his dad was alive and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, but he, he wasn't needed in, in the storyline. No. So, but Helena Bonham Carter played his mother in the second movie, and she's I like her. She's she, she's been in Harry Potter movies. We saw her in what Twelfth Night or something. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah uh, we've seen this. She, she's really adaptable. She was in. Uh, Sweeney Todd, the boy. Yeah, uh, the, Tim Burns have a movie. Yeah, as yeah. You mentioned. She's a very good actress, and, mm. and she's very believable. I mean, I think she's. Yeah, did, this one didn't show her skills as much. No, no, she's not. She's playing just a mum. Yes, the mum. Yeah, but I mean, she's a really not good actress. Role. I like her. Well, um, this is part of character role. Yeah, and and and, be, and she likes the darker movies too. Yeah. Look at Sweeney Todd. That was a bit of a dark movie. Yeah, not to mention <laughs> I should mention in the 2005 one, um, Christopher Lee makes an appearance as. Yeah, um, he plays. Uh, Willie Walker's father, who's a dentist. And that's scary enough, isn't it? Who wants to go to a dentist? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we anyway, better go. We're that's getting, about we're getting it, guys. along here at so, the moment. That's um, not bad for two I, movies. I hope mm-hmm. you guys enjoyed this double feature. I did. So enjoy it and let us know in the comments which one's your favourite of the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movies. Well, I, I, I like both of them. I do prefer the Tim Burton because I like what Tim Burton does to a movie and a story. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so check them out and yep. let us know in the comments what you think. Okay, guys. This is Sarah Stevenson. And Michael. Saying we'll see you guys for our next podcast. Bye for now. Bye, guys.